invite your tongue. From the nosebleeds draft edition. Well, draft grades edition. You guys already know. And bringing in returning guest, not only on the sports side, but you know, it's been a little while since the sports, you know, when we did the pre draft join and all that free agency stuff. Just one of us this time. The homie Jack, what's good, bro? What is up? How's how's it feel to be up here and like I mean which we we did do you know those like that long ass episode or whatever free agency <laughs> draft and everything gonna break it up a little bit this time for you guys I understand <laughs> but not not trying to drop three hours on everyone all the time but we got nothing but time man you might as well just talk and talk and talk three hours of editing is a lot trust <laughs> God bless um how's it feel to be up here and like no we're not gonna have to get into like. Um, matters as far as politics and everything like we did plot against America. You're not going to get any crazy two and a half hour in. This is what the fuck I think about everything in the world nonsense anymore. It's we, hey, we got it out hey, there. First off, first off, nonsense is not the word, sir. They needed to hear. It. <laughs> they needed to hear it. It's off the chest. It, it's it's a relief. Thanks, man. Um, remember, as always, guys, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a fucking friend. It's Cinco de Mayo as of recording, whatever. But Ay, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, you, if you guys haven't, uh, make sure to check out that last episode with me and, you know, the 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 best dog in the world, Coco, as we went over Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes mixtape album whatever you calling it i'm in love i have not listened to anything else pretty much and we also have a new may playlist in there for you guys so check out all that new music all that cool shit you know i gotta check out that gambino man i gotta see what he's doing you gotta now. do that we still gotta we still gotta drop that uh god i forgot what the album's called oh uh three three fifteen twenty really is it just yeah, a date yeah, he dropped it the day after my birthday, the asshole. Uh, well, yeah. that's an interesting way to name an album. <laughs> oh, gonna... just wait. Oh, I'll just wait till you see the song titles. Oh no. Okay, you're, don't you're let's be... let, let's stop talking about it then. <laughs> you're gonna be pissed. Just wait for it. You're gonna be like, what the fuck did I do? Or, or I sign myself up for? Or the scientist in me is gonna be like, yes, it's so easy to catalog. <laughs> <laughs> um. So t- today or whatever, at least, you know, because my man's got a lot going on or whatever, and I'm not trying to have his fabulous fiance coming at my head top. We're just going to go through the American football conference, draft picks, grades, whatever you want to, you know, just r- going back through it, you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts about the NFL in general. So a lot of my stuff is a little bit influenced by other people. Shout out the ringer and all the stuff they do. But, yeah. um, you know, 
people like to shit on draft picks a lot, and I feel like it's just worth getting this out of the way. We can shit on stuff all day right now. Nothing has happened yet. We don't know anything that's going to happen. I have my feelings about certain things and how teams handle the draft and whatnot. A lot of that's going to be on the NFC I, side. I feel like, so, so we're going to save that. that because you you don't you're not mad at your team. I am not mad at my team. I thought we had a great draft, but I'm pissed. Well, We'll we'll handle that next. We'll get there. But yeah. that's what I mean. Like like our opinions as, as of today are just team needs and fits, and if you think the player is good or not. Well, like right. we are not <laughs> evaluating talent for NFL teams. We're not scouts, and we didn't right. And I'm not make big boards. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a scout. Hey, well, okay. Technically, I am a scout because I scout this talent for this damn podcast. I mean, fair enough. I just showed you what the hell I did for the free agents for the last thing. I scouted Jesus the hell Christ. out of that shit. But if, if you guys only know whatever, like literally, I take a couple <laughs> little notes. I'm like, okay, the rest I can I can just come off the top. My man writes full on fucking like reports or whatever. Like like he's about to go to class. Look, man. <laughs> we all we all handle our shit different ways. So that's why I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We all handle it different ways, man. Uh, starting off with the AFC, yeah, the AFC East. Um, so we're gonna go bottom to top from last year's standings per division. So that means we're starting in Miami, baby. So I would just like to say, as far as you know, because you know, going through all the things, man, I'm I'm gonna start off with before we, you know, like how we gonna do this shit today. So I was talking to my broski, shout out to homie Cody and everything. And I told you guys on the last free agency joint, he said, if Tua Tonga Vailoa, I learned how to say it, yes. If Tua Tonga Vailoa is not drafted by the Miami Dolphins, he will literally jump ship. Like he's he's done. He's done. He's like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. If you guys understand the energy that he hit me with when they drafted Tua, I was just as excited for him as his friend, you know? I feel like Brian Flores must Brian Flores must have heard him because he was like, we can't lose any more fans, man. We're we're dying over here. Also, too, (laughs) shout out Brian Flores because I always tell if you know me and you know just things, man. I'm a sucker for when like someone is like just has their kids around. He knew what the fuck he was doing every time they just they get to a shot or whatever. He had the kids. Also, shout out the one kid who was looking at him like, yo, daddy, what's in the cup? (laughs) The sealed off cup that we can't look into. I know what was in that cup. You don't know what was in that cup. He's he's drafted for his team. He's not he's not getting litty. I know what was in that cup. I got the same thing in mind. Well, so let's just start with this because you know we haven't really talked about how the draft went down on anything. Obviously, because we're after the fact now. Yeah. Everyone seems really conservative at the top of the first round. Everyone thought there'd be all kinds of moves and trades and stuff, and everyone held tight in their positions. Are you surprised that the Dolphins tanked for Tua? Ended up fifth and still got Tua. I was glad for them. I mean, honestly, I, uh, we knew you, we knew you guys weren't going to get him at fourth. And the Lions had no reason to pick him. And the Redskins really got no reason to pick him. Eventually, though. Yeah, but not now. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to look up his age or anything. But he's not done yet. He just has back problems. This is true. Also, as far as like you say with the like um, uh, Washington, I had heard a couple of people saying, "Oh, they're giving up on Haskins already." And I'm like, "No, they're not. Stop no, they're it. not." I mean, they haven't even given up an Alex Smith yet. So, like, <laughs> no, I'm, that's not a joke. I, I, he, I think he's good. I really hope he's able to come back. I, well, not really, because I fucking hate the Redskins. But, like, you know, for him, his own sake, his career, he could right. still come back and be plugged in. 
if you know, God willing, he got even though he got Theismann, right. So I don't know, man, but like that situation is totally in flux, but that's a conversation for another day. Right. Like we'll talk about them. I'm going to say, like you said, like we, we had talked about it in the moment. Like Haskins wasn't ready, man. That first game against the Giants, I think that was week four last year when they plugged him in. Who I was so ready for that. Oh, like, I remember one. you was excited. You were looking your chops that week. I mean, on top of the fact that Daniel Jones was playing as well as he was. You know, he had a he had a good season for a rookie. He had a bunch of turnover problems, but that game he played well. And then watching Haskins just miss receiver after receiver, I was like, God damn, at least Gettleman got that right. Was that the nine for twenty one game? Probably. I mean, mm. it was it was his first. Um, they put him in the half. I think I was I was watching with friends, and they, he came out at halftime. I was like, Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Backtracking all the way to the Dolphins, man. So the needs they had, according to ESPN, were quarterback, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, defensive end, and running back. First round, fifth overall, they got two, a tongue of low out of Alabama. If you know, you already know what the hell it is. Um, got Austin Jackson, first round, 18th pick, the offensive tackle. Uh, Noah, I'm not – you know how to say his name? No, I'm saying don't try. I'm looking okay. at it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the cornerback, homie out of Auburn, also in the first round. Um, a guard out of Louisiana, Robert Hunt, in the second round, along with a defensive tackle, Raekwon Davis out of Alabama. They got us. Let me see. Then later on or whatever, like we said, they have a safety, uh, offensive guard, defensive end out of Carolina. Shout out Jason Strongbridge. You already know. Uh, a DN out of Boise State. I what in the oh is this a is that a loose safety? What the hell is an LS? Long snapper. Well, see, dude, see, I'm, I'm that that that, that was one of the biggest news of day three was the fact they drafted a long snapper. But that guy's supposed to be really good for a long snapper. That's a crazy position. I, I mean, he, he's from LSU, so I mean. Uh, I, I saw that like, shit where everyone from LSU was gone. <laughs> I mean, can you blame them? Just look at the fuck they did last year. Get the money while you can. Fuck it. I feel like we can keep the um, picks to like the first three rounds or so, just in terms of like listing them off and everything. Because I'm not gonna be able to talk about sixth, seventh round talent. But for the right, Dolphins, that's why I stopped saying names, and that's no disrespect on them. But they literally, as far as like the five needs, it said like it says they got four of them, and then they also get um. Matt Britta out of or from the 49ers? I don't think it was Britta. I they they signed Jordan Howard. I know that. Um, there wasn't there was another running back, but I don't think it might have been Britta because I think they kept more more. St- God, the 49ers running back names. I'll never never get over that. that I remember so- literally. I remember. Well, I can't remember if it was you or Austin was just like, yeah, just pick a name. <laughs> they all do the same thing. Well, not only that, it's just all their names are impossible. <laughs> Brieta, uh, Morstet. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they hit most of their needs. I'm actually kind of surprised that one of the needs they have listed here is running back because they signed Jordan Howard in, in the offseason. Granted, whether you think that's a good signing or not, I'm not 100% sold on him, even though I feel like he got used wrong in Chicago, and I feel yes. like he got underutilized in Philly. So, like, good for him to find a backfield that needs help because Kalen Balaj is sure as hell not going to take over for them. I think he's kind of spent at this point in terms of his potential. I mean, 
addressing the lines that was a big deal for them. I mean, obviously the Dolphins secondary is going to be stacked next year. I mm-hmm. mean, um, we already covered that in the last episode. Um, shoring up the offensive and defensive line is clutch for, you know, getting to do what you actually want to be able to do on offense. And the fact that they got a tackle and two guards in the first four rounds, granted the Dolphins had a ton of picks. So it's not really surprising that they, it's, it's like looking back guys. or whatever. I mean, you know, they were, they were criticized as far as the, the Minka, you know, selection, but I mean, Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs and they got a lot of people. I mean, and I, I mean, you can kind of say the same thing about Kenyon Drake. Like Cody was fucking with Kenyon Drake. I mean, I liked him out of Bama. He's and, a nice pickup, but but he's not there anymore. Yeah, and I can't be mad with them getting all these possible pieces to plug in. Um, so I mean, drafting a corner late in the first round to pair with Byron Jones and what's it, what's the homie's name again? The other corner that was there, Xavier um, Howard, Xavier Howard. Okay. So like, dude, that's their secondary is gonna be fucking stacked. Um, I. I can't really hate on anything they did. And it's not surprising that they, you know, like, again, it's going to come down to how do these guys actually play, but I think they're building for the future. And I think the rebuild is going to be a lot shorter than people think. I remember MJ was talking about Preston Williams last yeah. episode. Like they, they have some pieces and being able to just put it all together is going to be the real challenge. But the, all the fact that Tua slid to fifth might be one of the things that we go back in retrospect and be like, how the fuck? And the reason is because of his injury history, but like, man, he might talent. Be, talent knows yeah. how to fucking win. If any of you want to listen to real nerd talk about the quarterbacks coming into this class, basically the top three Burrow, Tua, and Herbert, uh, Ryan Rasilla did a podcast. It was probably a couple weeks ago now with Trent Dilfer, and Trent Dilfer personally worked out with all three of them, and the way he talks about like he was using golf analogies in terms of like fading and slicing and the way he, these quarterbacks are able to drop the ball into these certain zones, like both him and Burrow are really special in that. So if he, if he can, if he is healthy and he can stay healthy, watch the fuck out for the dolphins coming up, especially with the AFC East kind of opening up last two things with the dolphins. We'll move on to the next squad um, on NFL.com. Of their overall grade for the draft was an A minus, pretty damn good. Um, so I was going to, I, I was wondering if we should do the NFL grades first or our grades and just see how they compare. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you do the grades because I feel like you're a little bit better in that than me, bro. I feel like we have to give them an A. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I, I would agree with you there. Yeah, they got to a in, <laughs> in a position. Just, I'm either agree or disagree with you on most of these. No, that's fair. They got to a, a position where they probably shouldn't have even been able to get him. Um, and the only reason he slid is because he was injured. They have quarterbacks there that can play until he's healthy. They right. they got protection for him. Then three offensive line players. If only if they if they hit 66 percent out of the three of them, you know, two for three. <laughs> that's a big win. And uh-huh. they're they're continuing to address their defense, which was a relative liability from last year, but at the same time, Brian Flores is a defensive coach. I mean, I, I think he, who, no one thought in the first eight weeks last year that they would come out five and 11. So, I mean, he did a great job on the back, sec, the back half of the season last year. And I think they could be great. They could also suck. I mean, who knows? Who knows when two is going to actually play? Yeah, I mean, we we shall see. Wishing them the very best. And before we get on to the Jets, 
I just wanted to say because I, I wanted I think this happened yesterday morning or something. Um, R.I.P. to longtime coach Don Shula. Oh yeah, great great point bringing that up. I I'm just glad it wasn't Corona as far as right. I can tell. Right. I At mean, least dude, what we dude, know as far as of, of, of us recording right now. Dude was 90. He I think he lived a pretty good long life. Uh, yeah. Shout out to one one of the best straight up. <sighs> so. Cody, shout out to you, bro. Hoping your Dolphins are going to do good and everything. Wish you guys the best. For sure. Next thing, or next team, the J-E-T-X, Jets, 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 Jets. New York's second team. Well, probably the third team, I guess, considering Buffalo is better than them. (laughs) Oh, Buffalo is better. Um, so number one pick overall, um, for them at 11 was Mackay Becton. So I wanted Mackay Becton. Um, I did tackle a lot of Louisville and obviously the giants passed on him. So they graded, they had their rankings for those top four tackles different than I did in my head. And I think Becton has a potential to be a guy that gets overweight and can't come into camp on, in shape and stuff, but huge six that, seven three sixty four. But that was why I was excited about him because he could literally pancake the shit out of people. So like it would have been a more fun watch. I'm pretty sure I predicted Tristan Wirfs, who ended up sliding the furthest, but ended up in probably the best situation. So I mean, however you took those top four tackles, I would be shocked if one of them was a real bust. And right. They got Becton to help protect Darnold. Who, Their five uh, needs or whatever as far as what you know, ESPN saying they, they needed was, like, first name pick they got, offensive tackle, outside linebacker, wide receiver, cornerback, and inside linebacker. So they didn't fully address anything, but one thing I'll point out, their second-round pick, Denzel Mims out of Baylor, great wide receiver. Yes. Great wide receiver. I about to say, I remember watching the – well, I think I watched both um, Baylor-Oklahoma games. Yeah. Dude was a stud. And he, he's one of those freak athlete guys. So shout out to uh, Dynasty Football Podcast on the ringer. His 40 time wasn't the fastest, but the um, 10 yard split. So the first 10 yards of his 40 run was faster than any running back. It's crazy. So like, yeah, that's I mean, talk about separation. And if he's. I, I I have not watched Baylor football. I don't really watch college football, but if he can separate like that within the first 10 yards, bro, that's first downs all day. As long as Darnold can get in the ball and, uh, you know, maybe Becton can help him uh, ghost bust some of them ghosts he's seeing out there. Do you know, do you know um, either of the two third round picks they got Ashton Davis to the safety out of Cal and Jabari Ziangua, the DN out of Florida? Zuniga? No, not really. I again, not a huge college guy, and most of the stuff that we were talking about in the last episode was like first, second round guys. So I didn't go that deep with it. Right, because when we get to let me see, they had three, four, they had three, four round, fourth round picks. They got a running back a, out of uh, Florida, quarterback out of uh, Florida International, and an offensive tackle out of Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte. Yeah, 49ers. Uh, what up? Right, a <laughs> cornerback out of uh, Virginia and a punter. Out of Texas A&M. 
No idea if there's a need for them, but at least they waited till their last pick to take a punter. That's what you should do if you're going to do it. Not like Janikowski in the first round or whatever the hell that was. Jesus Christ. Since they got ESPN saying they got three out of their five needs. Um, So they definitely need receivers. I think Mims can definitely help. And they signed Brashad Perryman in the offseason. So they should be okay there. One of the big needs was all linebacker positions, which they did not really address. But you don't have to address all your needs to the draft. And free agency is not over. So who knows where they'll end up with that. Um, I'm not going to look at a grade yet. So um, grade for the draft. B. I mean, like. Becton's huge. That's a great pick. Like they, they nailed it on their first two picks. Everyone else from there, I assume they can help fill needs that they need in general. Again, I don't know if they need a punter. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it wasn't exactly tuned into their special teams, but I would say, I would say B, just B, flat B. And e, um, and if, I keep wanting to say ESPN. You hear that? Yeah. NFL.com gave them an A minus. All right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think the first two picks are great. Um, definitely could help them going forwards. Not going to be a negative Nancy until it's called for and we'll get there. Oh, gosh. Well, y'all, 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 I'm telling y'all ain't ready for this next episode. My God. <laughs> the NFC is going to be wild. It's going to be a, it's going to be oh, it's going to be a better time of recording too. my Jesus. Yep. I'm ready for Buffalo. The Bills. Shout out my brother-in-law. Yeah. So. In the second round, they got the defensive end, A.J. Espinosa. Epineza, something like that. I I say, God, I, I am butchering these names. I apologize to everyone, man. My I, I mean, when they're actually on TV, it, we'll get it down better. Right. <laughs> well, this is very true. Right. Um, oh, God, let me see. Their five needs, according to ESPN, defensive end, outside linebacker, cornerback, offensive guard, and running back. So linebacker and offensive line, they didn't really fill needs. I don't know how big a need guard is for them. And I don't really know how big a need running back is for them, but they did address that in the second round was Zach Moss out of Utah or sorry, the third round. They didn't have a first round pick. So they traded that for digs. I do so, know their fourth round pick um, Gabriel Davis out of central Florida. Talk about him. It's pretty nice, man. I, I want to say, I don't know if it was definitely, I, don't, I can't remember if it was this past year or like maybe last year, like the year before that. Saw him torch ECU. I mean, I'm not trying to say, oh, God, that's just, you know, world beaters, but I actually saw him. You know I mean, that's one of the nice things about being in Greenville and watching ECU, um, being in the American Athletic Conference, the AAC. Um, UCF was legit, or probably still is legit in terms of their program. I mean, it was two years ago they were talking about they should really be in the national championship conversation. Not surprising they weren't, but hey, you know. God, I, I just, I, I, I like, they tripped me. I'm like, yo, we want Bama. And I'm like, eh watch what you ask for yeah um <laughs> the but the fifth round pick is probably yes. the biggest conversation yes piece. jake from out of georgia you want to talk about someone who was literally i can't remember if it was him or the other dude georgia made it like was it sec final or the title game a couple of years ago yeah no they were definitely in there um i mean i think he was more hyped up last season before he was even draft eligible than he was this season yeah you know. this season he fell off I mean, season performance is what it is. Um, I I think he's a good quarterback, um, and I think it's not it's you know you're, when you're getting to the fifth round, it's worth taking a flyer on someone like that if, if he's still available. Um, Rosillo, Do we know their backup behind um, behind Mono Montana? 
uh, Jake Fromm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is, is, is this Fromm now? I don't know. I, that, that'd be my assumption. Um, one quick stat. Um, Rosillo went through Ryan Rosillo, former ESPN now at the ringer. He went through like all the first round quarterback draft picks in like recent history. And like for a very respectable bust rate, it's literally 50%. Like these first round quarterbacks, they bust 50% of the time. So they already have a quarterback. That's not a need for them. But if Jake Fromm's hanging around, it's worth taking him and seeing how he fits in their offense. What I will say is that if you're going to use Jake Fromm to back up Josh Allen, if, if God forbid Josh Allen gets hurt, you're going to have to change the offense completely for Jake Fromm to fit it. So that's a weird pick there. But hey, like I said, fifth round. Who cares? True. Um, the last three picks they got, they got two in the sixth round, a place kicker out of Georgia Southern, a wide receiver out of Oregon State, and in the seventh, they got a cornerback out of Pittsburgh. Who is the poor draft analyst that has to rank the kickers? <laughs> you know? Who's watching not, kicker tape? Imagine if that's your job. I mean, hopefully it's an intern. Like, you shouldn't even get paid for that. Damn. Um, what's your grade on the Bills before I get to NFLs? So defensive end was a big need. Um, running back to back up Singletary, that's good. You're saying the UCF guy is good. B plus. Okay. I'm about to say, I, I'll agree with you on that one. <coughs> NFL.com gave them overall an A. I don't disagree. They're digging it. Yeah, I mean – I don't know how to grade grade drafts, so I'm just gonna be winging it from here on out. But right. I mean, B plus A. You don't come here for the expert takes; you come here for the hot takes. Hello. Cool. So now this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting one because you know I, I I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna be upset or whatever that he's not here for it. But his former well, he's not because it's not his, it's his former team now. Whatever he. He 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 jumped ship literally. He's over here at Raymond James Stadium now, where WrestleMania wasn't. With he got the Bucks. He, he got picked up by those pirates. You know that happens in the, in the open water sometimes. Yikes! <laughs> the New England Patriots, man. Um, their quarter. I mean, excuse me. Their needs, according to ESPN, were quarterback, tight end, defensive tackle, offensive guard, and safety. They got the safety in the second round. Yeah, so they traded out of the first round, which everyone predicted they would do because of uh, the Patriots. Um, they Kyle, do it every fucking year. Right. Kyle Duggar out of Lenore Ryan, um, he was not – I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a small college. I know they have a lacrosse team. That's the only reason I know who they are. Where are they at? I don't know that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think there were safeties that were ranked above him and probably on a lot of people's boards um, when they went ahead and took him which just speaks to there's got to be something that Belichick saw in this guy that he just loves. Facts. So, you know, I'm not going to doubt whatever the hell Bill Belichick thinks, uh, especially when it comes to defensive players, and especially when it comes to safeties. He's had some great safeties in the past. So Very true. I, I imagine he's going to be good for them. Um, I would say stud, but I don't know anything about him. You know anything about the rest of these picks before I go through them real quick? Like? Not off the top of my head. Go ahead. 
Um, second round pickup, they got Josh Uche, um, defensive end out of Michigan. You know, watch Michigan and everything. Cool dude. That's going to be a good pickup. Like we said, most of these guys or whatever, I feel like their names we're probably going to hear within like the next two or three years because it's the Patriots. I mean, Belichick sees this shit. And then they're um, going to go into free agency and we never, never hear from them again. <laughs> Richard Seymour. <good> Lord. <laughs> Richard Seymour in Oakland. Never forget. Well, um, three third round picks they got a outside linebacker out of bama a tight end out of ucla a tight end out of virginia tech fifth round got a place kicker out of marshall um three sixth round picks an offensive guard out of michigan old tackle out of wake forest shout out to him um inside linebacker out of wyoming and in seventh round they got a center out of memphis so just in terms of positions and what they took, their top three picks, they went all defense. And then, you know, a DN know out of Michigan. Like. Yeah. A DN out of Michigan and a outside linebacker, Alabama. Those jump out to me as potentially great picks just based on where they came from. Um, going double tight end back to back and they're two of their next third round picks. Interesting strategy. Don't know if they're trying to replicate what's going on. With what they were missing last year in terms of Gronk, um, but I feel like the whole offense is going to change under Stidham anyway. Um, what, and the last thing I'll say is they do need a kicker, so fifth-round kicker, yeah, whatever. That seems fine. Um, what do you think about how the offense is going to look with Stidham? Um, like I said, I'm trying to figure out who he is, but I guess Belichick will see something. I mean – like, what I, well, I still can never remember homie's name or whatever, where he won 11 games out of him the year Brady went down in week one. Matt Castle. There we go. Castle. Fucking the 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 longtime backup or whatever. And he was even a fucking backup at USC. And he, I mean, he did play in Kansas City a little bit. Um, He, he oh, got okay. a shot. But so he's not Chase Daniel. Well, he probably got paid like Chase Daniel. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not quite as maybe not quite as much as the god Chase Daniel out here getting paychecks. Right. Um. So what I've heard about Stidham, he was like a crazy journeyman in college. He moved around a bunch to a bunch of different programs, and no one really had the time of day to fill him in for you know their team. And they were they were good teams. I, I'm not going to re research the history that I heard about it, but. There are a lot of college coaches that say he is good and not only is he good, he's mobile. And that just speaks to the same thing that we've mentioned before. If you're going to let Tom Brady walk, it probably has to do with something that you're tired of running an offense around a statue of a quarterback. Tom Brady does not move. And I bet you anything that Bill Belichick would be chomping at the bit to really get into some of this RPO run play action stuff. And, so uh, that was literally you. You went right into the question I wanted to ask you, bro. I'm sorry to cut you off there. You're fine. Like, okay, Stidham's there. Brian Hoyer, correct? Yep. Is this one of those Cam Newton potential teams? I know we're gonna talk about him a little bit as far as where he could still go. Is this one so of those teams? It's in the conversation, but I think it's a definite, definite no. And the reason is Cam Newton wants to get paid and he wants to be a starter, which I think is the only reason that he's not on a team yet. And I can't really fault any teams for not wanting to pay him to be their starter because his his injury history is bad. And he looked bad while he was injured and playing last year. I think the best thing that he could do, and we'll get to this 
the rest of this conversation eventually is do the Jameis Winston thing and be a backup for a year, but not necessarily in the same way Winston is where he's definitely going to learn something when in, in his situation. But can, can, can I say it about Cam or whatever? Yeah. And he, like, what did you just say? Whatever. Like when he played bad, when we saw him hurt. Yeah. I know. Cause I was there. Yep. <laughs> in my boomer voice. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there's no way the Patriots are going to sign Cam Newton. That's that's my opinion. And they, Belichick said after the draft that they were looking at some quarterbacks, but they just they weren't available at the positions that they were looking at. And that may be just a cover to say we feel confident in Stidham okay. straight up. And then signing Hoyer as the backup, he was he was there before. He knows um, Josh McDaniel, Josh, yeah. Josh McDaniel's offense. So if Stidham does struggle, you have someone else to plug in. Like I think they're going to be fine. I don't really know what the record's going to look like by year's end, but I, 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 it's foolish for anyone to doubt the Patriots at this point. Thanks. Let's uh, see what they put together. Your, your grade before we get to NFL.com is great for them. I feel like they're going to rank it a little bit lower, just because they took Kyle Duggar where they where they took him. But I'll say B minus. NFL.com ranked them overall grade a B. Okay. So, we shall see. I feel like I've been in there on pretty much all of them. That's not too terrible. First division down. So, who, so who won, won this division? In terms of the draft, I think... Um, Gotta be gonna, Miami. Yeah, we're going to Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was just about to say. So, I mean, they have the quarterback of the future, and it, he could be legit terrifying. <laughs> right. It, it'll just. Can you imagine the irony of, like... Because you remember they were talks or whatever as far as, oh, what if New England moves up and gets like uh, Tua? Like I remember hearing Cody up and saying, what if this happened? He was like, yeah, so you really want me to not watch football again? Because I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll stick to college. I oh, think I, I like all the offseason moves they did with maybe the exception of Jordan Howard. But I think he has a chance to actually be utilized correctly for the time of run right. style I, he plays with. I really with. liked him that one year in, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, me too. And then Matt Nagy's offense was terrible for him, and that's where Tariq Cohen came out of nowhere. So I don't hey, really know shout what out, you think. Shout out A&T. Let's go. There you go. Aggie pride, you know. Alumni of my brother, cousins, a lot of family members. I I just met a guy, uh, the salesman at the Chevy dealership. He was an A&T guy. Hey. There you go. Connections all over the place. Right? Basically everywhere, man. Um, on to the North Division of the AFC. So we're starting with the team that had the number one pick. Yes, sir. Joe, the new Tiger King, Burrow. <laughs> um, first off, so their needs were um quarterback, wide receiver, defensive end, outside linebacker, and offensive tackle. And they hit about all of them. Joe Burrow, first overall, there was no doubt about it. I loved, like, he was barely even smiling. He, he barely even had a reaction when he got drafted. He kind of just dapped his dad up, gave his mom a hug, put the hat on, sat right back down. That was a weird way to start the draft. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> of all the at-home video camera situations that they had going on, the Burrows were the only ones that were, like, legit social distancing. <laughs> and it was, like, it really kind of felt the whole vibe of what you thought the vibe of the draft was going to be. Right. And by the end of the first round, it didn't even matter anymore. But it you kind of felt the corona influence there during that pick. I thought that joint was cool. I loved it. Like, he had the shirt on with his um 
his hometown and like the area code. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's smart to play into the home roots going back to Ohio thing. Oh, fast. I mean, they're going to market the fuck out of that. I can see it now. Like, oh, yeah, the hometown kid coming back to save us. I mean, it writes itself. But probably not any uh, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay action going on. (laughs) We we got got to figure out how to slide Joe into Cincinnati. That's not really going to work. The jingles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's their second round pick. T Higgins. Wide receiver out of Clemson. Great pick. Great pickup. I mean, come on, man. They were going to be, I mean, we said this was the fucking draft of receivers. Yeah. And I mean, I never thought AJ Green was going to play for them again. I feel like with the draft they had, he'll be excited to come back and pairing him opposite of AJ Green. Yo. And John, and was it John Ross, the speedster? Yes. That, that, That could be pretty exciting. All things considered. Cool, uh, cool little red zone team. I mean, I don't know if we'll watch the full game, but, you know, maybe red zone. Oh, yeah, I would definitely watch the highlights. But, I mean, like two big wide receivers on the outside with people crossing over the middle in the, re- in the red zone, the literal red zone. That could be pretty hard to cover. I know this kid is a stud to not have to go out of your way and still get him or whatever dope pick. Um, Logan Wilson, inside linebacker out of Wyoming. If he's a white guy from Wyoming with the first name Logan, I'm guessing he's white. He's I'm probably, assuming so. He's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just a, a, plain, a plain conversation for a plain, probably plain inside linebacker. If if I'm wrong about that, don't kill me. But yeah. Thanks. Um, last thing before we get on to, like, you know, they're kind of people we don't know about. I'm going to just mention their fourth-round pick, Akeem Davis-Gether, the outside linebacker out of App State. Shout-out App State. Shout-out Asheville. Uh, Gaither, not Gator, but yeah. Gaither? Yeah, there's an I in there. Also, too, Spoon, man. I don't want I don't want him to come at your head top. <laughs> Spoon. Don't, don't, don't let him come for you. Trust. Shout-out to Boone. I ain't never been, but shout-out. Yeah, got to protect myself. Um, fifth round, they got a DN out of Notre Dame, uh, six, an offensive tackle out of Kansas, and they ended with a seventh round pick inside another inside linebacker out of Purdue, Marcus Bailey. As soon as he said Kansas, I was like, I don't know if I trust anyone coming out of Kansas, but Les Miles is there. So Yo, I, I, I literally said, I can't remember if, I, if I've said this like on pod or not. I'm like, literally, that's where like Kansas, because we all know it's basketball school. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they send football coaches to die. Like Les Miles now. Do you remember who was there a couple of years ago? Um, Charlie. There Weiss? you go. Yes, yeah. Charlie Wise. <laughs> they got him out of Notre Dame. Was like, We're going to send you not only to the Big 12, the worst team in the Big 12. And it's like was, it's like it's like coach of Kentucky in fucking um, football. And he was never seen again. Facts. <laughs> He's probably on a staff somewhere. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, I don't know if Kansas is any good, but Les Miles, I think, is a great coach. So they filled all their needs. I mean, Cincinnati, shout out. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely give them an A. And uh, NFL.com agrees with you. They gave them an A. There you go. I don't, I don't yeah. see where they could have did it wrong right here. They they got everybody back, like. The the future it, the future is potentially bright. It's just um, if uh, Zach Taylor can piece it together, 
So he's still kind of a questionable head coach, but he only had one year. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's not like the team we're about to get into, whatever, who had to get rid of soup kitchens. If you know that reference, you already know we're talking about the Cleveland Browns, man. Their needs. What's up? Oh, go ahead. Go go through the needs. I was about to say, yeah, their needs were offensive tackle, wide receiver, cornerback, inside linebacker, and offensive guard. Well, they didn't get guard, but tackle is probably their biggest need. And they got Jarek Wilkes. Jarek Jerdick Wills Jr. I think I said that right finally. Uh, six four three twelve out of Bama. We're gonna keep saying it over and over again. You couldn't miss on these top four tackles from yeah, you what couldn't. It seems they, like. were, they were there. I, I have a Browns fan that I work with and he was very excited about getting Wills. And I think it'll definitely help the new Kevin Stefanski style run zone zone run option that if they don't run Effectively, with Nick Chubb back there, probably Dalvin Cook upgrade from Minnesota's offense last year. Maybe even upgrade at quarterback, depending on how you feel about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, a full year of Chubb and um, Kareem uh, Hunt. There we go, and Hunt. And then you got your receivers out there, too. If Odell can get healthy, we know what he can do when he's healthy. Um, Landry, I mean, they, they got weapons. And getting protection for Baker was a big deal. So... Great Do you know anything about their second round pick, Grant? Oh God, Dale Pitt. I think the, that's right. The safety out of LSU. I mean, anybody. Anytime I'm saying LSU, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're you're good. Yeah, that's how I feel too. <laughs> and I, I'm, when I said um, Kyle Duggar kind of got picked a little bit earlier, uh, Dale Pitt seemed like he kind of slid, and he just slid right to the Browns, and they took him. So I, I'm not going to doubt a safety out of LSU. You know what I mean? Facts. The other picks they managed to get were uh, Jordan Elliott, D tackle out of Missouri, um, inside linebacker out of LSU, Jacob Phillips, also in the third round. Mm-hmm. Fourth round, I'm only saying his name because he is a Bryant. Shout out Harrison Bryant, a t- uh, tight end out of Florida Atlantic. Got a center out of Washington. And then they got my man Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver out of Michigan. So I do know that name. Do you like yes, him? Yes, I do fuck with him. Yeah. So that could just add another weapon in the offense and, you know, a six-round pick on a wide receiver. That's just an easy flyer. If you like him, take him. Um, they don't really need a D-tackle, so Jordan Elliott seems like an odd pick, but it never hurts to build the trenches and pair him against alongside Geno Atkins could be great. Right. Um, your grade for the Cleveland Browns. I will say A minus. A minus. Well, NFL.com is a little bit more positive. They gave them an A. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really hate their picks. Um, I mean, even Delpit to replace Peppers after training with the Giants last year. I mean, I don't know what, what kind of safety he is, but that could potentially help fill that void. True that one. True that one. We are on to a team who. I am sorry. I don't. I don't hate you guys. I just hate your fans because I have to deal with you guys everywhere. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Their needs were wide receiver, um, outside linebacker, offensive tackle, quarterback, and tight end. 
They didn't address a ton of their needs, but they also didn't have a ton of picks. Second, third, two fourths, the sixth, and the seventh. And, yeah. you know, they traded their first to get Minka, which would have been a better player than anyone they would have drafted with that pick. Regardless. I mean, right, which I'm not I'm not mad at. Like we talked about it when it happened. We talked about it literally earlier. I'm not mad at Fink I mean excuse me, at Minka. He came in and sh- like showed the fuck out. He's a stud. So what do you know about Chase Claypool, this wide receiver on Notre Dame? No clue. I feel like maybe I watched one or two Notre Dame games. I actually saw Notre Dame play Duke last year, but I didn't. No one really stood. I mean, out. he's a he's a big boy, six four, two thirty, uh, two thirty eight. The only thing I took away from that game is it was fucking freezing in Durham, and you could tell which team was actually <laughs> prepared to play in the cold, and it wasn't the Blue Devils. To tell you oh, that dude, much, dude. I say that shit every year whenever um. Like uh, ECU has to go to Cincinnati. I'm like, if they, I'm like, if Cincinnati comes here, it might be a decent game, but ECU does not want to do that cold weather. They gotta do that in September if they're gonna do it. <laughs> and it, it never happens. Like I feel like whoever's doing the schedule like hates it because they always like if they do have to play Cincinnati up there, it's always October. Well, and that, like- that that makes sense too. I mean, they they play out of division games first usually. So, um, I mean. If there's any team I wouldn't doubt on evaluating wide receiver talent in the draft, it is the Steelers. They fucking nail these wide receivers every fucking year. I, I even saw a story it, it about fails, them. Low-key. <laughs> I, I saw a story about them even thinking about moving on from Schuster already, which is just like. I yeah. Not yet. I wouldn't either, but I'm just saying like if they keep just nailing wide receivers, then they'll never have to pay one. They can just keep drafting rookies. Just wait till, like, you know, this pod really is blown up or whatever, and we get, like, just this infamous, like, dance video of me, you, and Juju. Uh, that might be a duo, my friend. I don't know if this is true. It's just going to be me and You'll hold the – you'll record? I'll record. You, you'll be you behind get, the camera? You get Schuster down here. I'll do everything you fucking want. I love me, him. <laughs> oh, I feel like we would turn up. Good Lord. We only going to speak on that one. Well. Um, they, in the third round, they got Alex Highsmith, um, outside linebacker out of Charlotte. Shout out Charlotte again. Crazy. I did not know they had this many draft picks. Right. That's Charlotte out here doing it. I feel them. Um, two fourth round picks, a running back, Anthony McFarlane Jr. out of Maryland and an offensive guard out of Louisiana. And they finished off a sixth round and a seventh round pick, a safety out of Maryland and a defensive tackle out of Nebraska. I know my Ravens fan buddy, shout out Mitch, would be totally hype about these two Maryland picks. Um, but I didn't watch a bunch of Maryland football or anything. Um, McFarland oh, Jr., I definitely have heard his name before. I don't know much about him, but fourth round pick to back up James Conner. I mean, you need some depth there because he does have a – tendency to get hurt though he is great when he's on the field right. um again a linebacker to the steelers sign me up like <laughs> he must linebacker be wide receiver has never failed i feel like no. yeah the steelers historic. are historically exactly so i mean the rest of these picks are fine they didn't have a ton of picks um b minus you agree with NFL.com. They also gave them an A minus. I said B minus, but okay. Oh, that's fine. Minus. Okay, B minus. My fault. No. They gave them an A minus. I mean, for with the amount of picks they had, that's not shocking. I also think the NFL is kind of going to be trending high for a lot of these anyway, but I don't know. I'm not looking at it, so. This is true. You want to get to the 
a team that people were really excited about. And I mean, they only got better from what it seems like. Cream of the crop in the AFC North and of the AFC in general. I mean, the, the only team that can potentially compete with the Chiefs is the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, their needs were inside linebacker, wide receiver, defensive end, D tackle, and offensive guard. They got four of the five. Starting off with Patrick Queen. Which I think uh, any Ravens fan, that would have been their dream pick if he <laughs> if he slid to them. I mean, and that's that's crazy. You got him at, um, what, 21st? Or 20, yeah, 21st pick? 28th. 28th? Yep. Got you. I mean, he was great for LSU. I think he kind of fell off in terms of production through the college playoff last year, which right. might be why he slipped a little bit. But, I mean, that's exactly the kind of player they needed. Uh, he's a really good athlete, and I think they're going to be very happy with with Patrick Queen. That alongside with their second-round pick, J.K. Dobbins, out of Ohio State, the running back, saw him in action. Um, I, I don't want no smoke. If you guys know how much I hate Ohio State, you got to give it up to him. So let's talk about this real quick. What's up? J.K. Dobbins is clearly just the younger version of Mark Ingram, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So I think that's it's, a great pick. It's, low, it's funny. It's low-key the same deuce. I mean, it'll fit right in the offense. Not only that. The, like that's a clearly a best player available pick Dobbins right. slid to them. And what did we see when Mark Ingram got hurt in the playoffs last year? The when re- they couldn't run that ball no more. It was like, ah, shit. Like who are we going to get beside who, who are going to get the ball to besides Hollywood and just Lamar and, improvising. And I'm not going to be out here and die on this hill about Lamar Jackson playing hero ball, even though I brought it up before, but it's not a situation you want to get into. So be, have stability in the running game outside of just him could definitely make sure that their offense is more solidified. If injuries are a concern for them going deep into the season, they had four third round picks. Um, got a D tackle out of Texas A&M, a wide receiver, out of Texas, uh, inside linebacker out of Ohio State, and an offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good place to stockpile picks in the third round because that's a lot of guys, if you liked them on your board and you had them higher, highly ranked than other people, if those guys start sliding, which it seems like a lot of pretty good guys were sliding in weird different ways during this draft. Right, right. That's, that's a great place to scoop a bunch of those guys up. Um, um then I'll, I'll just say real quick um uh-huh. their their tackle yonda i think he just retired yes um so getting a tackle to help replace him in the third round out of mississippi state i mean that's a sec program could be worse they get some big boys trust me <laughs> for real um their remaining one or picks were in the fourth round they got offensive guard out of michigan fifth round got a defensive tackle out of texas tech um, a dude I have seen, and I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, James Proch. I would say Proch. Proch. Okay, I'm, we're gonna go with Proch. You know, you're a little bit better at the names than me, of course. Hey, don't um, don't, why don't quote out me. Of I, SMU? I just have a weird, fucked up last name, so I'm used to weird pronunciations for last I, I, Like, I'm not gonna say I remember him just flat out or whatever because I remember like the dude. I, I can't remember his name, but if I saw it, it was crazy because I remember SMU ECU's game watching it in um dallas where they just had a fucking like score fest so 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. SMU definitely hasn't fully recovered from the death penalty, but they've been better the past couple of years. So, I mean, and they again, have, they had good receivers. I mean, if I, if I could pull anything from that game, their receivers or whatever might not be the top notch guys or whatever, but they work their asses off. It'll be interesting to see. Um, definitely the guy out of Texas, uh, Deverne is going to be more featured in their offense, but you know, if they could get another burner in there or another, you know, possession receiver guy underneath to help the tight ends out, um, again, potentially the deepest wide receiver class ever. So right. if they scooped up a guy that could be a big contributor for them that late, that could be huge. They ended in the seventh round with um, a safety out of Iowa. I I like anyone that's just out of Iowa, honestly. I mean, they, they have a strong program. I mean, especially offensive linemen and linebackers and stuff. But, you know, I'm sure safety – where, where, where's the flyer pick? Sharp the defense. Your um, draft grade for the Baltimore Ravens. Based on their first two rounds alone, A+. Nice. NFL.com rated them an A. Yeah. They're going to be great again next year. Um, <laughs> Facts. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, I can see definitely 13 games, probably 14 I feel like people might freak out if they slide to 12, but I mean, I mean, come on now. It's not, they, they give them another year of like, you know, playoff experience or whatever. This team's going to be something to deal with, man. For sure. Um, who won this division? That's actually really tough. It is. It really is. It's you gotta can, be, it's gotta be. Low key gave it to Baltimore. <laughs> low key. I mean, you could even give it to the Browns if you really wanted to, but I think it's between the Ravens and the Bengals. The only reason I'm going to give it to the Bengals is because it's for the future. Like the the Ravens shirt up holes they have in an already really great team. The Bengals created new potential for their basically both sides of the ball. Right, right. <sighs> and it's hard to it's hard to lose the draft when you have the first overall pick. That's very true. I mean, they got their guy. Yep. And for what we've seen or whatever, unless it's just going to be some like crazy Ryan leap shit or whatever, but I don't think it's Burrow. I think it's someone that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Then yeah, we're going to see him for the next years to come. Let's not put that curse on Joe exotics name. Yeah, not him, not him. Uh, you, you, already know, you already know who I think it is, but we're we going to talk about him in a little bit. Um, sure. The AFC South division starting off with, the Jacksonville Jaguars, their needs were defensive tackle, outside linebacker, cornerback, offensive tackle, and tight end. And they started off with, in the first round, at least their first pick, because they had two first-round picks. Yep. Um, C.J. Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida, great pickup. So he was definitely the top overall – well, no, so the second overall cornerback, obviously. Um, Akuda, I said that wrong so many times yeah, Okuda, on the last Okuda. podcast. We, oh we learned it finally. That, that pisses me off. That's that's recorded. Anyway, uh, you know, Jaguars with a sneaky good draft. And, you know, I have love for Tom Coughlin down you there do. in Jacksonville. I would like to see them get good again, um, like that AFC playoff run they had a couple seasons ago. And they're clearly building the defense back up to where they this want it to be. The, this is the Ramsey replacement, correct? It has to be, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, I think I maybe watched like two or three Florida games or whatever. Kids, yeah. nice. Yeah, I I don't doubt it. I mean, ninth overall, top corner, one of the top cornerbacks. 
I'm sure he'll do just fine. Might get burned a little bit rookie season, but he'll probably get it out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, You know anything about their other first round pick, Clawson? Yeah, Clavion Chason um, or Clavon Chason. Sorry. Okay. There we we go. That sounds better. Okay. Out of of LSU, the outside linebacker. Another LSU guy. Come on, man. I, he was supposed to be really good. I think he's just like an edge 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 rusher. I don't know how versatile he is. He's not like an Isaiah Simmons or anything, but I'm sure. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I like those top two picks, especially the defense needs help. The offense also needs help. And coming away with this dude out of Colorado, I've heard good things about him. Their second round pick. Yes, the receiver. I'm we're not I'm not even gonna try and butcher his name. That's on you, bro. If you Levis- want to go there. LaVisca Chenault Jr. Maybe. <laughs> I, I've heard he's uh, a good athlete and a good receiver, and he's just another one of those guys that the the way the wide receivers are gonna shake out was never gonna make be predictable, I would say. So six one, two twenty seven out of Colorado. I mean small program, but that's where you find some of these guys every now and then it's just um a talented athlete that, you know, sometimes you don't get recruited where you want to get recruited and you take a shot at a program you're comfortable with. Maybe he didn't want to leave Colorado. I don't know where he's from, but that could be big to help out our man, our hero, the Florida man himself, Gardner Minshew. (laughs) Um, The fourth round, they got uh, offensive tackle out of St. John's in Minnesota. I didn't know there was a St. John's in Minnesota. That, yeah, that is apparently a thing. Because I was going to say, St. John's has a football program? <laughs> not in New York City, I doubt Right. <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, whoa, that was, that's not really a thing. Um, but yeah, in the fourth in the fourth round, they got three picks or whatever. Like I said, they got the tackle. They got a cornerback, uh, Josiah, Josiah Scott out of Michigan State. And then... An inside linebacker, Shaq Quarterman, who I've seen out of Miami. Yeah, so not only did they trade Ramsey last year, but they let A.J. Boye walk in free agency. So they definitely needed help at corner, and it looks like they are trying to address that through the draft. And, you know, don't know anything about Josiah Scott, Josiah Scott. But, um, you know, if if they like him, it can only help get more bodies on that defense, some athletes, if they have to do more of a rotation through corner to cover all those spots or in the secondary in general, it seems like that might be how they play it. They also took a safety, another corner late. Um, right. Like yeah. they, they had two fifth round picks, two sixth round picks and a seventh round, which uh safety out of Auburn wide receiver out of Texas, two good programs, of course, yep. um, quarterback, Jake, Luton, I want to say, out of Oregon State. Never heard of him. Me neither, but uh makes sense. I mean, they, they let Foles go, um, or they traded Foles. Yeah. Um, they're going to ride with Minshew, but I don't think anyone thinks he's a long-term solution, but I do love watching him play. So flyer, <laughs> he's, he's entertaining, to say the least. To say the least. Um, so flyer pick on a quarterback that if they have him ranked high on their board and they like him, might, might as well take a shot. And, you know, maybe there'll be a quarterback competition in camp. Who knows? Um, tight end out of Georgia Tech and ended off with a cornerback out of Memphis. So, yeah, I mean, they're definitely trying to address their defense. Sneaky good draft by the Jaguars, I would say. I mean, yeah, got all five of your needs. I mean, can't be mad at that. I'll give it a B plus, basically, only on those first two two picks. 
and potentially that receiver out of Colorado. I'll say B plus. NFL.com gave them an A. Not surprising. I, I I guess more than anything, too, I think a little bit of this is actually thinking about how their team's going to be next year. I think it's still going to be a tough season for them. Do you think they're yeah. going to get rid of Fournette? Man, okay, so I I still don't know what's up with him, man. Like, I remember coming out of LSU, I thought this dude was going to be the shit, even though, because, I mean, you know, out of high school and then a little bit in LSU, he kind of was a man among boys. And then I don't know what the fuck happened. He just was like, nah. Went down to Jacksonville. I kind of liked him that first year. Then it just kind of turned into meh. Like, I wonder if it's his fit on the team, his overall attitude. I don't know what his deal is, but, I mean, he doesn't want to be there is what it seems like. So they could definitely get value for him. It's just if another team is going to be willing to pay him, that's the only reason What is it about people not wanting to be in Jacksonville? Who's the other dude I want to say I saw, like, Tony Khan arguing with on um Oh, um, the defensive end. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was crazy. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. There we go. I'm about to say because I, I, which I don't follow Tony Khan, but you know I have to hear news about him because of AEW wrestling. So <laughs> that's funny. He, yes. he, they, they were going back and forth on Twitter, and uh, Tony Khan flamed him. <laughs> I, I think he won that argument fair and square. But you know, he's an Yannick, intelligent dude. I'll give him that. Like, yeah. say whatever you want. He's an intelligent dude. Yannick doesn't want to be there. Um, first of all. Dude, like, have you been to Jacksonville? <laughs> like, obviously, no, no, but um, I did have like, a I did have a cousin who lived there for a little bit, and he told me I needed to go. It would be a great place to live. It's just, I guess, the team they're not real happy with it. So, it is what it is, man. I mean, if you spent your time there, I mean, for Yannick too, like, to watch the defense dissolve around him, and now he's like the only piece that's like awesome left. Looks like they adre- they're trying to address that through the draft and everything, but. I, I would want to try something else if I were him. I don't really blame him, but t- calling out your uh, owner's son on Twitter sounds like the worst way to go about it. I mean, the owner ain't going to um, reply. He, he knew Tony would. Right. <laughs> um, you ready for the next squad? Let's do it. Shout out to not my homie that – well, not my little bro that's normally up here with us, Austin, but one of the homies, Austin, he's probably definitely not definitely not listening or whatever, unless I just sent this to him. But he is one of the few Colts fans that I know. So I always hit him up whenever I see some Colts shit. Yeah, shout out Austin, another coworker, Colts fan. Um, I thought T. Higgins was going to fall to them, which would have been great. but. Yeah. Um, obviously he got picked right before them by the Bengals. So, um, starting off in the second round cause, um, they traded that first rounder for, Which they um, got their first need or whatever, because receiver straight up or whatever they needed wide receiver, cornerback, defensive end, defensive tackle and tight end. So yeah. Um, Michael Pittman jr. Big dude, six, four, two, There's not a junior on his name, but anyway, oh, no, yeah, it's, it's up here too. Oh, okay. I'm He's Michael Pittman Jr. Cool. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, again, I don't watch USC football, but they don't it, show USC football anymore. Shit. If you gonna see any of the West Coast teams, I feel like we'll see Oregon before um, USC at this point. Uh, that's a good point. And Shit. yeah, they 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 don't have a first rounder because they traded it for DeForest Buckner again. Probably a better player than you're gonna pick with the first overall pick anyway. So right, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um. I think Pittman, they, they need someone to go next to um, T.Y. Um, Paris Campbell. Facts. I mean, T.Y. was out there literally just I, it, like when he wasn't playing, the team was like, what what is this? 
<laughs> you know, so we we seen some of the well, not seen some of the games, but you know, we had like see that shit or whatever. I mean, Paris Campbell is not bad, but getting a bigger guy, so like you know, Ty is a burner down the field, so getting a possession receiver type dude at six four two twenty three. I mean, I don't know his speed, I don't know his forty time, but he could fit in their offense and. The Colts are clearly in win now mode because they signed Philip Rivers to a one year deal. That that's that's the epitome of we think we can make noise right now with a veteran quarterback on a one year deal. Right. Um do you do you know much about the other second round pick they got? Um Jonathan Taylor, the the running back out of Wisconsin. I mean, most people had him ranked first overall. We're gonna get to the Chiefs in their first pick and which yes. it's actually a really interesting fit for them this yeah. is this is the same argument for the, the mark ingram jk dobbins jonathan taylor he's probably faster than marlon mack but in general he seems like a relatively similar back um so why pay marlon mack when you can draft jonathan taylor and then let mack walk and you still have a running back also Some marlon mack don't bite your tongue um favorite or whatever right one of right. our guys i i like him in fantasy Right, I mean, he was he was a little low key, like you know, stud. Low key um, stud, man. Third round pick, Julian Blackman at Utah. Safety out of safety. Utah. Yeah. Um, who was that other Blackman that went to the Jaguars? That receiver a while ago. I can't ago? think of his first name, but I know who you were talking about. That flamed up. That, seeing his name <laughs> makes me think of that immediately. So, sorry, bud. Uh, I hope you're a good player. That <laughs> that's a bad sign for you, but. What are you going to do? Um, right. four, fourth round pick. This is conversation starter. Jacob Eason out of Washington quarterback. Don't know much about him. He's didn't, supposed to didn't be see much Washington Husky games. He's one of those guys that they talked about like a year or two ago. And I think he's one of the guys that had like a not great season last year. I think he had a couple of interceptions more than what he was averaging, but they're going to need a quarterback and a fourth round pick is not a bad place to try to pick up a guy that could be a potential starter. And, you know, like Rivers is on a one year deal. Um, who's their quarterback? I'm blanking the other one from last year. Um, Jacoby Brissett. I'm about to say Jacoby. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. So he he could. No shouts out to NC State. No shouts out. No shouts out. Quiet Wolf Pack. Yeah. Um, he could definitely compete with uh Brissett, Eason and um when Rivers is gone if he signs another deal with them for another year great if he doesn't that could be a legit quarterback competition I think um the last picks they got they got um in the fifth round an offensive guard out of Ball State ended it with four sixth round picks a D tackle out of Penn State cornerback out of UMass wide receiver out of Washington State and uh, inside linebacker out of Michigan. I don't hate a uh, defensive tackle from Penn State in the sixth round. I, I don't either. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, same with a inside linebacker out of Michigan, sixth round. I mean, again, we don't know anything about these guys. Uh, a guard out of Ball State, that's interesting. That could be some random dude that they had highly ranked for whatever reason. Right. Um, I'll give them... I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to just keep my own rankings by myself. I feel like NFL is going to rank them a little bit higher, but I'll give them a B. Let me see. Jack gave them a B, and NFL.com gave the Indianapolis Colts an A-. minus. Fair enough. I mean, I think their first two picks were good. Everything else will play out how it plays out. 
Most they, of they should be bro. They should be good next year. Yeah. I mean this year, whatever. I'm ready to see what Phillip does, you know? Let's not say next year and jinx the NFL season. Rush. Look, not only that or whatever, I know he's just in there like, please, something happened. There's too many damn kids in this house. Philip Philip needs to get out of that house. Save Philip Rivers. Save him from his spawn. He's low key looking he's low key looking around like, damn, wait, when when I give birth when'd you give birth to that one? <laughs> he just forgot at this point. He said, Damn, I did it again. <laughs> Yikes. Not gonna afford bolo ties for all these kids. Oh man. Let's get on to <laughs> a team that shocked the hell out of everyone in the playoffs, the Tennessee Titans, man. Um, their needs, they didn't really address a lot of them, at least no. the, they got two out of the five, but their needs were outside linebacker, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, tight end, and defensive end. A lot of work on that, you know, defensive end. So I don't think they have a ton of needs, to be perfectly honest, and they let Jack Conklin walk. Uh, yeah. To Cleveland, so Isaiah Wilson, offensive tackle out of Georgia. How Big did this guy? Boy. How, yeah, how did Big this guy miss by radar? Six seven three fifty. Big boy. Good lord. So that makes a lot of sense. And they still have Tyler Lewin on the other side, so he should be set to block for Derrick Henry. I mean, shit. You might as well get the biggest dudes on earth to block for the biggest running back in the league. Jesus Christ. Like we said, can he do this again? I'm not gonna sit here and doubt that man. <laughs> I don't want no type of energy. I am ready for the Titans to win this division next year. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm not because gonna... the team we're talking about next or whatever. Good lord, Ooh, good I know lord. you got some take. I know you got some takes for them, boy. Can't wait for that one. But until then, um, <laughs> their second round pick, uh, Christian Fulton, cornerback out of LSU, another LSU guy. Got got to be good. Got to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know much about him, but. Hey, if you're LSU, whatever, and you're coming in this draft, we pretty much got only positive things to say about you. Yep. Um, third round pick, interesting. Yeah. Um, Darrington Evans, running back out of App State. Shout out Boone again. Boone, I got you right this time. Um, I, I, I love any App State player, um, and they don't need a running back. So back up to Henry. If he could be a change of pace back, it looks like he's kind of an undersized guy, 5'10, 203. I mean, third down back potential out of the backfield could be useful. Like you said about App State guys or whatever, shout out long time, long time um, Carolina Panther Armani Edwards. Yeah. You know, um, the last dude I'm going to say whatever before we get to their last picks or whatever, I'm going to say Laryl Merchinson. Laryl Merchinson? Uh, I'd say Laryl. Yeah, I'm going to say Laryl too. Um, defensive tackle out of state. NC State, you know, for you guys, I, I, I keep saying state. It's NC State where we got where we are here, guys. Six three two ninety seven. Um, they also needed to replace um, the guy that went to the Broncos in free agency. Um, I have his name here in a second. His name is I can't find it. Yeah, you, you know who I'm talking about. They they traded him to the Broncos. I got um, you. <laughs> um, Wait, wait, wait. Jarrell Casey. Sorry, that took way too long. Okay, so, I got you. So, yeah, we talked about the last podcast. I think he was actually a pretty key piece to their offense, and he was a basically salary cap casualty they had to move on from so they could re-sign Tannehill and re-sign Henry. So maybe someone to – I think he was an end, but still. I mean, big guys on the line. That can only help Mike Fable and his defense. Right. Their last two picks in the seventh round – 
where Cole McDonald, quarterback out of high. Oh, good Lord. I was about to say Hawaii <laughs> and Chris Jackson safety out of Marshall. Yeah. I got no idea on them. They're seventh round picks. Did they play out well? Good for them. Anything as far as your anything before we get to your grade on them? I'm just going to say B. I mean, again, they didn't address a lot of their needs, but like no. I said, I don't think they have that many needs. Um, that tackle it looks kind of insane. That should be yeah. really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, based on what their needs are and what I think they'll do next year with the players they got, I'd say B. NFL.com gave them a B plus. Cool. We are now to a team who I <laughs> Jack, I will never forget when you sent me the funniest meme I've seen in a hot <laughs> little minute of you know, some men just want to watch the world burn, aka Bill O'Brien, B O B. What is what what is my man doing, man? Bombs over Baghdad, this dude just throwing <laughs> players away. I mean, you got rid of the fucking top three receiver. I mean, top definitely top three receiver in the league right now. Fucking insane. So someone you guys already know. Find out Texans. how that what dirt that man has on the Houston owner. Someone find out. Do a piece on it. He knows where the bodies something. are buried. He must. It's, that, <laughs> it's insane. How how does this man have a job? Oh, and yet man. and yet they keep winning the goddamn division. So. Yeah, it is because like because the Colts are supposed to whatever, and it just doesn't happen. So Tennessee was like, "Well, shit, we're gonna, we, hey, Mariota's gonna fuck us up. Let's literally just go all run heavy and say fuck it and see what happens." And the AFC title game happened, and it worked. I mean, obviously <laughs> they, they, they didn't beat the Chiefs, but shit, who can I mean, beat? It was the fucking Chiefs. Like, I mean, come on. That I think I want to say that was my pick at the beginning of the year. So they didn't have a first round pick. Yeah, I say team needs were cornerback off. Um, outside linebacker, D tackle, wide receiver, and safety. Excuse me, running back and safety. You know, WRRB. They look real similar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking of um Hopkins. Good lord. Uh, yeah. Well, that is a need for them. I don't know why that's not on there. Um, D tackle, uh, TCU Ross Blacklock. Um, yes. I, I think he's supposed to be pretty good. I don't know why that's their first pick of the draft. Six three two ninety. I mean, that's a big boy. Yeah. Um. Oh, they let DJ Reader go in free agency, so that's a replacement for him. That makes sense. Um. I mean, I'm not hype about that pick. I'm sure there were plenty of guys they could have taken there. I don't know much about their draft picks. Like, I mean, third round they got Jonathan Greenard, um, outside linebacker out of Florida. Fourth round they had two picks. Uh. Uh, offensive tackle out of Car- out of North Carolina, and a cornerback out of Penn State, and ended it with a wide receiver out of Rhode Island. I mean, they don't have crazy need at wide receiver, I guess, but their wide receivers have so much potential. Joe Wolford to play sixteen games, and I'll shut up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and he's like their number one option now, which is just insane. Oh wait, no, they have Brandon Cooks. <laughs> If you guys did not listen to <laughs> our free agency slash draft preview, please, please go check that out or whatever, because you guys will understand the Brandon Cooks jokes. Brandon Cooks, if you ever find a way to listen to this or whatever, or if you are listening, don't hate me. I wasn't saying any of the jokes. Jack was laughing at all of them. I was as well, but you know who that was. He's not on this episode. 
come for him. Don't come for us. It was not us or whatever. Shout out. MJ was not having it, man. Um, yeah, that was like the overriding theme of the entire podcast. <laughs> that um, shit, bro. I'm still weak. <laughs> so tackle uh, that can't hurt outside linebacker that can't hurt. They need a corner and they wait till the fourth round to get one. They need a wide receiver. And they wait till the fifth round to get one. I, I think that the tackle they got will be fine, but it's not like they're pairing him with DJ reader. He's replacing him. It, it can watch stay healthy. They don't have clowny anymore. Like C minus. Um, NFL.com gave the Houston Texans a B plus. I don't know what they're looking at. I mean, yeah, like I said, I think black lock will be good. I, and like a cornerback out of Penn State in the fourth round, that could be great. A wide receiver out of <laughs> Island, unless he, I don't know anything about this guy, unless he's the next Hopkins and no one saw it, you could have gotten a receiver in the second round. Right. Like we don't know if he's going to be like the next Antonio Brown out of fucking what? Central Michigan? Yeah. This, obviously, it's impossible to know. Just, just re- rewind to the beginning of the podcast where I had my huge caveat about all this. So going, moving forwards. Um, who won this division? I think the Jaguars had the best draft. I agree. I, I, mean, I, agree I, I think sure. I think the Colts' first two picks were maybe potentially better than the Jaguars' first two picks, but overall, their full draft, I'd say the Jaguars. It's Which definitely is, coming down between Indy and Tennessee on this division, though. Oh, I think the Colts have it. Uh, it well, or, sorry, I think the Titans have it. We'll see what the Colts bring to the table with their offense next year. <laughs> Again, Phil Rivers, Frank, Frank Reich thing is interesting, and we'll see if T.Y. can stay healthy. We've picked the bottom team out of each division for best draft so far. Right. So I guess teams are in like, yeah, so we know what we got to do. We're actually going to fucking do it, at least for right or, now on the AFC side. Or the worst teams have the best draft picks. Well, that's, that's also true. <laughs> you ready for the West? I'm not ready for the uh, oh, man, the Chargers. <laughs> I still you you want to know how it's terrible or whatever literally because I'm I'm going through like the you know my apps or whatever while I'm doing this shit and I kept looking I'm like where the fuck is San Diego at? and I'm like oh they're fucking Los Angeles Chargers damn it I still just want to say San Diego so bad I'm like is this what the old heads want to say about like the Baltimore Colts absolutely and <laughs> on last year's standing it still, still says Oakland not Las Vegas right, this, well, shit. this is yeah. gonna be a mess um so the, the wait, Chargers. so c- can we just quickly um, the end of the season last year, I picked them for worst season. If I remember correctly, yeah. uh, 11 and five. How many, times five did I, how many times did I ran on them last last year? It it's it was multiples, many multiples. I mean, it's, um, it started with the infamous it started with the infamous episode. Chargers going Charger. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, eleven and five to five and eleven. What the fuck? And now, now they they're they're getting rid of Philip Rivers. This is insane. Go ahead with the needs. My gracious man. Um, so their needs in Los Angeles: quarterback, offensive tackle, running back, cornerback, and wide receiver. That's some positions, man. They started off with six round pick. Well, it's going to be a six-round pick. First-round pick, and, um, six overall, Justin Herbert, 6'6", 236. Hey, man, I'm not calling him Ryan Leaf, but I'm not not calling him. What was that buddy out of Memphis a couple of years ago? It was just tall. 
You know what I'm talking about? Brock Osweiler? Uh, no, not Osweiler. He was he was like six seven two, but no, um, he, this dude was out of Memphis, and I remember they got him in um uh Denver too, which was hilarious. God, no. what was his name? You better remember soon because I have no I idea. Don't, I don't want to pull up a tab to like look him up right now either. Yeah, forget it. Because there are other okay, yeah, which they you know they had a little bit of picks or whatever. They had another first round pick in which they got Kenneth Murray, the inside linebacker out of Oklahoma. So they traded into that pick um, okay. from New England. I mean, Oklahoma inside linebacker. Well, we're not done talking about Herbert, but we, let's yeah, just go, go go in, go in with Herbert. I want you to say some things because I don't think I have anything positive to say. Like I feel like I've seen way better Oregon um, quarterbacks. I mean, was it MJ or was it someone else that called him like White Marcus Mariota or Hawaiian Tim? <laughs> what? Pro- it, it it wouldn't have been me, so it might have been MJ. I. I think he might just be getting shaded because he is being compared to two of potentially long-term great quarterbacks in the league. Um, I mean, when you're you're profiled against Burrow, who had literally the best season in college football history last year, and Tua, who literally had the best college football career for a quarterback in terms of passing numbers outside of his injuries for last year— but he set all the records. Like all the season records are Burrow, all the career records are Tua, and you're the six six two thirty six quarterback, the prototypical size quarterback. I don't think he was terrible at Oregon. I'm not ready to write him off or anything, but I mean, of of these of those three, um, Tua is probably entering the worst situation from an offensive perspective. Um, potentially, because I think Cincinnati has good weapons that will really help Burrow. And I think and this, Herbert, and this dude clearly has fucking like two stud receivers. That's what I'm saying. I think Herbert is in a situation where he can be set up to do well, but I don't know if he's going to start over Tyrod at least this year. I heard it's going to be a quarterback battle, but you know, and the, like I, I, the coach flat out said, you know, hey, you know, where there'll be a quarterback battle, you know, of course, but. I know one of them is seasoned and he's willing to fight for his like position, which I've always said Tyrod got a little bit of a bad rep because I didn't get why they hated him so much in Buffalo because I'm like, he's not bad. No, he wasn't bad, but before he's Allen, like who the fuck was like just going go, like going to go there and take his job? I mean, Fitzpatrick was probably the best quarterback in Buffalo before him that I can think of, which sounds weird to say now. But I mean, he did play well for Buffalo when he was there. Plays good for most teams or whatever. I mean, it might not be like 16 games, but they'll have like a couple of games where it's like, oh shit, let's do this dude nice. Right. Let let me just sound off real quick on these needs too. How is running back and wide receiver a need for the Chargers? Now, wide receiver threw me off, but you know, I literally just had to say what was written down, of course, you know? No, I know. I mean, they re signed Eckler, who I think is fantastic, and then Justin <laughs> Justin uh, Jackson behind him is good too. Yeah. Like, I don't see why they need a running back, and I could see them needing a slot receiver, but Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are good. Like, Come there's on, no, no, there's no low key to that. And they have, right. Hunter, and they have Hunter Henry. Like, I don't understand how, how they drafted those needs there. So, Kenneth Murray. I was about to say, wait, wait, wait. Before, oh, before you do it, okay, you do okay. It, I found his name. For you guys who don't know, listening, and Jack, I want you to do the same. Look up a name, Paxton Lynch. Oh, no. I, Paxton I, Lynch, man. I recognize the name, yeah. Yes, that is the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, 
I remember him coming out of Memphis, and I'm like, I fucking wish somebody would. I'm gonna laugh. And I then mean, it was Denver, and I laughed, man. The only, thing, the only thing I'll say is I think Herbert has a much better shot than Paxton Lynch ever had. So see what he makes his opportunity. That's not hard to say. No offense. Not, well, yeah, that's just the reality of the situation. I mean, I'm not going to root against Herbert. Yeah, but. I'm not rooting against him. I'm, I'm not rooting against him. Whatever. I just don't want him to be Ryan Lee. I, I wouldn't put that on anybody, man. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did we talk about the Chargers new uniforms? Whoa. You know – you don't like them? No, 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 no. I love them. They okay. never have trash uniforms. But dude, even like when the they way... had the navy, it like even the navy was hard, man. Like I mean that 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 powder blue is undefeated. I mean they have the best throwbacks in in the league. They've always had strong uniform game, but the way they incorporated it across six different uniforms, like the way their tops and uh, pants are interchangeable between them, and they look fucking awesome. Any combination, right? Like, clearly far and away the best like uniforms with alternative uniform designers in the league um, with the chargers but that's probably because they <laughs> they're, gonna, whole... they're gonna sell this season on justin herbert and uniforms <laughs> yeah exactly uh, they, 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 they need all the help they can get there because they don't have no a one's going to the games ain't not a bunch of fans out there um all right so are we yeah, gonna kenneth, talk about kenneth, Can- yeah go ahead get yeah. it kenneth all right. Well, all right. So Kenneth Murray, I'm sure he's fine. I don't know that much about him. Josh Kelly out of UCLA, I think is supposed to be a good back. I don't think they need a back. Um, I think Joe he, Reed. Do you know anything about the Joe Reed, their fifth round wide receiver out of Virginia? If you do, I'd love to hear it. I mean, again, oh, I'm not going to hate on a wide Definitely receiver. Definitely didn't watch draft. any. Fr- Yo, dead ass didn't watch any Virginia football games. Well, I think I watched the, their last game or whatever. Well, not, not the bowl one, but the one before that, because I remember the funniest shit ever was um, I can't remember. I want to say I think it was my man Strike or whatever on Twitter. Shout out to him, his like his podcast he got or whatever, just like brothers or whatever. Like when he said, "Yo, when the fuck did Virginia win like this part of the ACC? Like what the fuck? What was going on with that part of the ACC, like the um, Atlantic part? Because I want to see yeah, Virginia's in the Atlantic part. I think. All, no, no, all- no, 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 no. No, they're in the coastal part. Excuse me. All I can say about Virginia football is um, Chris Long is a Virginia alum. He does um, Rosillo podcasts Mondays after the Sunday games for the NFL, or he did last year anyway. He's got his own shit going on, but he he loves Virginia, and um, he was hype about their team this past year, and they they at least gave. Clemson the best challenge they could in the ACC title game. So, hey, Carolina, Carolina should have got him out of there, but hey, I ain't gonna speak on that. I was there, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, and then they got another wide receiver in the seventh, KJ Hill out of Ohio State. He actually, which I mean, good. an Ohio State like like in, like skill position or whatever, probably pretty good. And he looks like a slot receiver, so that's actually what they need. Um, and a safety under a name again. Like I'm not gonna hate. Like these are big schools that these yeah. picks are coming from across the board. So it looks like in terms of talent, they, they're fine. I just don't think that any of these are their real needs. And I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I know what the Chargers need, but I'm just saying. I, I get like, I get exactly what you're saying. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I'll give it a C plus. C plus for Jack over here. Don't bite your tongue. NFL.com gave them an A. I am shocked. It's because of Herbert. Okay. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you because I don't have any rebuttal. Yeah, I mean, I think Josh Kelly would be a good running back if he ever gets the ball. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why they went this way with their draft. Like, and I, I've been pretty positive about everyone's draft so far. This one makes the least sense to me. But we're about to get to one that <laughs> also may be slightly questionable. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll run through it. Because <laughs> I, it'll be interesting to see what we both think about it. So, um, the, you mean the next team, whatever, relocating to Las Vegas? The Raiders. The Raiders. You got to get the Raiders with it in deep voice. I'm um, not, not going to go full Gruden with it. So <laughs> their, their, their needs were wide receiver, outside linebacker, cornerback, quarterback, and safety. And their first round pick. Well, they had two first round picks and everything, but the first one. Ray, so, uh, is it Ruggs? Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Ruggs. Like, I was about to say Riggs, but it's fucking Ruggs, of course. Um, I mean – you can say whatever you want about who of those top three receivers were the best receiver. Um, I think most people had Lamb and um, Judy over Rugs, but if it's not the most Raiders fucking thing to take the fastest dude in the draft, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they need a receiver. I mean, I think they would have been fine with whichever one they took. I think it's kind of funny they took Rugs. I mean, who they have? What Tyrell Williams? Like he's a downfield guy, so right, and that's like their only other stud receiver besides uh, Darren Waller at tight end. Like so, I was but, watching the first round with the homie Corey, and I was like, I guess like I'm assuming this is the Antonio Brown replacement. Sure. Um, what quarterback on the roster can actually hit him with the ball downfield? <laughs> Which that's no shade at Carr either. I I I actually like Derek, Derek Carr, but I do too. Uh, I don't want to shit on him or whatever. I, I he he wasn't you know. The other guy in um well there's the other guy that's Los Angeles or whatever you know who I'm talking about go yeah and then I mean if if they're serious about putting him in a quarterback competition with Mariota Mariota's not gonna be able to catch rugs downfield so I don't know I I think it's fine I they they needed the receiver and they addressed it at the proper position oh yeah cool. look we, we gonna talk about their receivers right quick uh, after their other first round pick um Damon Arnett the cornerback out of Ohio State. Don't know a bunch about. Don't know much about him. Um, I thought they say he was like the opposite side of Okuda, so you know. Hey, I mean, yeah, yeah. He must have got more work than teams would have put against him normally, so he probably has good reps coming out of college. Um, yeah, a cornerback out of Ohio State. We already said it. Any skill position out, out of Ohio State, I'm not going to hate Thanks. on the pick. They had three third-round picks in which they got um, Lynn Bowden Jr., wide receiver out of Kentucky, um, Brian Edwards, wide receiver out of South Carolina, and Tanner Muse, the safety out of Clemson. Yeah, I don't particularly remember Tanner Muse out of Clemson, but oh my god, Darius, I'm being handed a margarita. Yes! On on Cinco de Mayo. Who is the best fiancé? You got it. Thank you. Uh, this just got so much better. Um, yeah, I don't remember him particularly. I'm mad this is the end. Good Lord. No, it's perfect timing. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's smart if they – if I think their biggest need is wide receiver. Just take a bunch of them out of this deep-ass draft and see who hits. Like, right. Again, you're – 
you're gonna you're gonna hit on rugs. I think that's pretty much guaranteed. So to go, if you can go two for three, you rebuilt the wide receiver core. Bam, thank you, ma'am. Like it, it's done. I mean, could they have gone for a linebacker somewhere in here that would have helped them? Probably. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they have a couple of needs they need to fill. They they had a good stretch last year where they were winning some games and then it kind of fell off for them. Um, I have another friend that's a Raiders fan, so I, I wish nothing but the best for them. Um, I don't have any animosity to the AFC West. I really just want one of these teams to actually compete with the Chiefs and not let them just run away with the division every year. I'll say 13, but 14 wins for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if Mahomes didn't get hurt last year and they still won 12 games. so <laughs> Right. Um, last night, well, like last couple of things with the Raiders. Um, they had two fourth round picks to end and they got an offensive guard out of Clemson. Probably not going to be mad at that. Pretty sure he's a big dude and cornerback out of Louisiana tech. So this is the same thing that we just talked about with the chargers or whoever it was. A lot of big name schools. The only one not popping out here of the top picks is, uh, Bowden out of Kentucky. But yeah. that, that also seems like the kind of pick low key guy, I'm not a great team. If he's a great athlete, he could be a great receiver put in the right position. Um, so I, I, I think this is fine. Um, now that I'm looking at it at a, as a whole, um, like a couple of Clemson defense or a couple of Clemson players late. Great. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'll give it the rankings. Mostly going to be shaded about how I feel about their actual potential for next year. So I'm going to give it a B. Over here, don't bite your tongue. They got a B, and NFL.com agrees with you with giving the Raiders a B. Boom. Roasted. Oh, not roasted. I don't know. I need a catchphrase. You got time to work on that, you know? <laughs> I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> hey, man, that's what we do over here. You know what I'm saying? We're striving for greatness, bro. All right. So now the Broncos. Yeah. Well, Ooh. Go through their needs because they 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 crushed their first pick. Let's just say that outright. I, that's that's facts. Like they, I I was kind of which I don't I don't hate Denver anymore. He, I mean you know why I have a problem with them, of course. Sure, but their needs first one like you said wide receiver, offensive tackle, cornerback, defensive tackle, and defensive end. So need a lot of work to defense apparently. I didn't see any conceivable scenario that Judy would fall to them. That was crazy. Yo. I was like, wait, there's no fucking way. <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to talk about who slid even further next time. Right. But, um, which low key is the worst thing in the world to me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Judy is probably the best route runner of all of the receivers. He's the most polished wide receiver and the Broncos desperately need a wide receiver, and especially if they're going to find out if Drew Luck is any good, they need to get him some real weapons. Is it, is it Luck or Lock? Lock. Did I say Luck? I think so. Drew Lock. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be like you know grammar police right there. I just because like his name's Drew Lock, and it thinks me there's a wrestler whose name is um, <laughs> uh, Gulak. <laughs> I think a new nickname just developed for Drew Lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's Gulak, man. So you know. He's a Jesus. submission specialist. Uh, well, I bet Drew Locke is his own submission specialist, if you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the second round, they got KJ Heim- Heimler? Hamler. Hamler. 
the wide receiver out of Penn State. I think that's another great pick. Um, I, I've seen him on people's draft boards. He was in the conversation of these, you know, not the top tier receivers, but the next tier. And then, you know, Judy Hamler paired with uh, Cortland Sutton. All of a sudden you have receivers, like you have actual options. And Sutton playing with no one I can remember last year had a really good season. So it only opens up the field for them offensively. Right. And who's my man or whatever? Um, Lindsey, their running back. Yeah, Philip Lindsay, which no. Philip Lindsay, don't bite your tongue, um, guy over here. We fuck with him a lot. Philip Lindsay, who's gonna get fucking half his carries that he possibly could because of goddamn Melvin Gordon. Oh God, I forgot he went there. Yeah, that's that's rough. Their mm. their their backfield is way too crowded, but the, that's not the conversation we're on. We're talking about the draft. Who's the third round? Picks? Um, yeah, they got three third round picks. Um cornerback out of Iowa center out of LSU and a D tackle out of Arkansas. All big schools, all big schools. I mean, across the board through the rest of their draft, it's pretty much all big schools except for Wake Forest and Fresno state, which (laughs) would no no, no shade and North Dakota shape. That's seventh round. I mean, I, I like the idea of a flyer pick on a Wake Forest linebacker. If you think he's good and you can find him late in the draft, that's the kind of, that's like a good value pick. So, hey, right. Like you just mentioned, they got the linebacker out of Wake Forest, someone who I would never butcher it. I would never say his name because I'm not butchering it. But the tight end out of Missouri. Wait, what's just real quick? Six, six, two fifty eight. Jesus. I wonder if he's a receiver or a blocker, but it says he averaged almost 12 yards a catch last season. Crazy, man. That could be a huge pick for them. Um, offensive guard out of Fresno State, like you had mentioned, um, Tyree Cleveland, a wide receiver out of Florida, and ended it off with an outside linebacker out of North Dakota State. Three wideouts, a pass catching tight end, a little bit of defensive help, and a little bit of offensive line help. I'll give it an A minus. A minus. Okay, you're digging it, man. Yeah. Over here, that's what we they got over here. Don't bite your tongue. NFL.com gave them an A. I think it's good for their team, their needs. I mean, I guess they probably need a tackle at some point, but you can't fix your whole team in one draft. And the, oh, the Broncos nice. need help. I mean, the the whole three other teams in that division need help. And um, yeah, someone please do something about Kansas City. I'm about to say, because we're there right now, defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, their needs, which I mean, could you even call it that or whatever after what we saw? Good Lord. Their needs were cornerback, offensive guard, running back, defensive tackle and defensive end says they got three of the five. Let's start off with the last pick in the first round. Went out there and got Clyde Edwards. Um, is it Hilaire? Hilaire, I think. Hilaire? Yeah. Yeah, Hilaire. Um, they don't need a running back, but they need Andy a... Got no, Andy got another fast dude. Well, that's the thing. They got another <laughs> crazy fast dude. Which <laughs> they, like, I, I think it was Bumani a couple of years ago where he was like, yo, he's like, I don't know why people are surprised or whatever. Which they, I mean, they finally won with it. But it was like, Andy was like, yo, get me as much of these fast dudes and I'm just going to scheme for it. Fuck. Like, it, it, the Raiders must be so jealous of their offense in terms of overall speed. But yeah, uh, Hilaire or Edward Hilaire, 
Um, he'll be behind Damian Williams, and um, they he's drafted, a winner. He's they a drafted, winner. They drafted Darwin Thompson last year. They have a bunch of receivers or receivers, Jesus, uh, running backs, but their running backs can be receivers and getting, getting a guy with speed coming out of the backfield, third down back kind of situation. I think, I mean, he's in a position to win and he's a proven winner. I about to say the coach said he's one of like, he was one of his favorite players or whatever. Like the kid just works. So I think that that pick there makes sense for their, to continue to keep the offense strong. I would have liked to see them take a corner there, but, uh, it wasn't a very deep corner draft and they had the last pick in the first round. So draft, right, for, which, the, draft for need is not always the best policy. You know, take the best player who's the best fit for your team now early in the rounds and then try to fill out your holes later, which kind of looks like what they tried to do. Right. And um, I'm just going to say because they got a second, third, fourth, fifth, and seventh round pick in which they got – um. Willie Gay Jr., um, inside linebacker out of Mississippi State. Big school. Yes, a big school. Um, offensive tackle out of TCU. A safety out of Louisiana Tech. A defensive end out of Michigan, who I'm not familiar with. And a cornerback out of Tulane. So, like, I think corner is one of their biggest needs because um, um, they traded Peters for whoever last year they traded with the Ravens. Right. Um, their secondary is what they need help with. But they also don't actually need a secondary because they can put up 50 points a game. I'm about to say it's just like, oh, well, you know, the defense is like the defense is what they need. But at the same time, it's like, OK, unless you're going to also score 40 points with us. I mean, shit. Exactly. I mean, the best move they made in the offseason was keeping um, that D tackle Chris Jones. Maybe so. Um I, it's a shame that I'm not remembering his name if that's not his name. But hey, bro, you know, you know, you're more of the NFL guy, or whatever. Because when it, if, it, if this was basketball, I'd be on this. Show. Like, I know these random guys out of like whatever school who just come in or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, who's this?" And I'm like, "Oh, I remember him out of such and such or whatever." He showed out in summer league, right? But yeah, they franchise tagged Chris Jones, so um, that was the biggest. Um, uh, Chiefs fans will tell you when he was hurt last year, it hurt them, and when he was back for the playoffs, it helped them. Um, getting some linebacker help, getting another tackle for the offensive line. That's great. Another defensive end, a safety, a cornerback. So trying to get some work in the secondary there. Right. It's, it, the the rich get richer in Kansas City. Right. Like they have the best. Like they have the best quarterback or whatever. Who's only like what in year? What is gonna be four? I was gonna say four. Yeah. Yeah, because he sat that first year, and then yep. he's just been showing the fuck out. Dude is a beast. And you, you got another speedster or whatever who's going to come. I mean, he can block out the backfield. He can, like, catch out the backfield. I mean, come on, man. Really yeah, I, I think his one hole right now is pass protection, but they don't need him to be a pass protector. So he can yeah. take his time and develop and develop those skills because um, they have other, other running backs that can fill those holes. Um, a. Straight up A. Mm. So over here, don't bite your tongue. They got an A, and NFL.com gave them a B plus. They they still have some defensive holes, but I don't think it's a real need for them. They don't need it. So to close off this AFC, well, not close off, like quite quite yet, but I'm gonna let you go in a little bit, bro. Um, who won this division? I think I know what you're gonna say. So let's see if I'm if I got this right. I'd say the Broncos. I about to say, I knew you were going to say Denver. I'm like, I feel like it's got to be Denver. I mean, I get the Chargers with Herbert 
And, you know, like we said, Kansas City or whatever, it wasn't going to get much, but what they did get, you know, dope. But Denver, I mean, yeah. They are actually situated to have a legitimate offense. It's just going to sit on Drew Luck's shoulder. I said Luck again. Yeah, I definitely said that the first time. Drew Luck's shoulders and see if he can be the answer for them. Drew Luck or Drew Gulak? <laughs> um. I mean, I don't have a whole ton of confidence in L.A. picking quarterbacks. Classic MJ <laughs> problem. But, you know, we'll see, man. Um, he, he was fine when he played last year, and they, that's when they, they started winning a couple of games towards the end of the year. So someone compete in the AFC <laughs> West, please. Well, shit, I mean, um, I, <laughs> technically when I was looking, because I was, I was watching, like, draft shit before we started this one, bro. Yeah. And uh, they were like, oh, you know, Herbert's, like, the fourth or something – quarterback they've gotten in the first round in the last couple of years or whatever and i mean they technically got it right because they picked eli manning he just didn't want to play for him <laughs> they, well, they, they, right. they knew that going into the pick so uh, that's on them but they got value for it in the trade so it is what it is if this was the 80s he would have been like i'm he's like, i'll go play baseball or i'll go play well, in the uh, <laughs> eli was was gonna league, play whatever, baseball, the, but... what was that shit the in the the god what was that Joy, the like afl the, yeah, or what was the other one too that was crazy? The AFSL or something? USFL. Yeah. There we go. That one. The Donald Trump League. God. Yeah, guys, if you're a Trump supporter, like just look back at his failures. <laughs> he he tanked the USFL because he had a shitty team. What what a cool guy. Um. So I guess my only wrap up is. I'm a little surprised how much I like some of these teams' drafts. Um, it's interesting actually going through it and talking about their total team needs, especially pairing off of what we thought going into the draft and now where we're standing afterwards and after free agency and all that. If you're a little disappointed in the way that I kind of kept everyone in like the B range, don't worry because next episode we're going to flame some fucking embassy teams. Oh my god, man! I'm telling you, when it when it comes to one team, I don't think you guys are ready. And I know a lot of people are gonna try and come for me or whatever. And it's like, you know what? Don't come unless you sent for. I mean, <laughs> us. hey, there's a Twitter feed. There's all kinds of ways you can reach out on social media. If you get upset, fucking talk to us. Let's make it a network communication back and forth. Get some fan involvement. Let's go. Leave some comments. Always say rate, like, subscribe. Like, I mean, you, you're already subscribed or whatever. Rate and like, man. And if it pisses you off, that means you're actually invested in the conversation to begin with. So be there a we fan. Go. Be a fan and reach out. A real fan, you know. Real fans or whatever, hit us up. Don't 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 come with me no egg accounts either. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you. I got people or whatever in tech. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. That's 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 all you got, man. That's to close out, bro. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to finish this out. Um, I appreciate you letting me go a little early so we can do a little Cinco de Mayo. Get Most my yeah, I'm, I'm, it's going to be me and Coco de Mayo. Over Hello. Here. So it's Taco Tuesday, as LeBron says. Let's go. <laughs> hey, people was mad about that trademark or whatever. And I said, y'all crazy. I was like, I tried to do that shit, too, if I had to breathe. It's it's better than Tampa Bay for sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where people go to die. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk is, about is, that. Is, is, is that the NFL version of Kansas? I need I need more context. I don't know. No, we, well, we talked about Kansas earlier with Charlie Wise and um, oh, oh, the program. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, if it was, if it's going to be officially 
it'll be as a result of how things shake out this year. They cannot be they, like they're the Browns in terms of hype this year compared to last year. <laughs> Wait, so does, does the grass taste better in um, Lawrence, Kansas or Baton Rouge, Louisiana? Uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't eat any grass in Florida. There could be bath salts in there. So, yikes! <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> remember, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. I already told you guys I dropped it earlier. Um, that uh, Drake Dark Lane demo tapes mixtape or whatever. Me and my dog Coco tackled that episode and everything it was a great listen if you want to know all things drake and my history or whatever with him and what i think about this mixtape i mean i'm only growing and growing and i've listened to nothing else this week and that was saying some shit because megan <laughs> megan the stallion fucking beyonce went crazy on that savage remix um new may showers playlist also in there or whatever for you guys on spotify and apple if you guys want to check that out dope music for y'all you know shit maybe you've um, heard of or haven't heard of um another oh also 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 too um you guys will also get the newest episodes five and six of the last dance coming up dropping that one on friday more than likely um check out the last episode um three and four where me the homie will and homie q went and talked about rod men out here wilding and jordan the bounty hunter I think that's all we got for this episode of Live from the Nosebleeds. Thanks again, brother. Most stuff, man. You know, let's, let's hope it's live from the nosebleeds and not live from the computer screens. You know what I'm saying? Live from the bubble field. Jesus. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Oh, the dome team's gonna be like, yo, this shit is crazy. Hilarious. But this is dope one, Cinco de Mayo, whatever. I hope you guys are okay. Um, check this out while you're recovering from all year tequila and margaritas, you know. And until next time, that's Jack. I'm Mookie. Coco Coco just woke up from his nap and everything. He's ready for a Cinco de Coco. And until next time, we are 